Hi everyone. Welcome to the lost generation outside of the mainstream. My name is William Hooker. I am a musician, poet, and part of this generation of artists. My goal with this podcast, which is being broadcast on its own YouTube channel and my website, williamhooker.com, is to introduce you to many of the musical artists that are outside of the mainstream and have made important artistic contributions to our culture. I have also interviewed producers of the music and many fans and supporters of this work. My guests are sharing what makes this art form unique and significant. I hope these conversations will inspire you to listen to the music, which may change you and the way you view music, which again is outside of the mainstream. Today, we are interviewing Craig Harris, trombonist and bandleader, along with Hilliard Green, bassist and composer. The interviews come out on the 1st and the 15th of each month. We are presenting these interviews and we have so many amazing interviews coming up that you will be hearing in the future. This is The Lost Generation Outside of the Mainstream. This is a story that needs to be told. I'm sitting here um, in the presence of Craig Harris. Hello. Trombonist extraordinaire, as well as other instruments. And Hilliard Green, bassist extraordinaire. I'm not going to elaborate on your um, the, the things that you've done throughout the course of your life. I don't even know most of it, but I will say that I chose these two individuals because I know that they have a unique perspective about what they've seen, who they've known, who they've seen presently, and who they've seen past. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and my first question is... Craig, when you play your music, what are you trying to achieve? I'm just trying to express myself and play some music, play my feelings, play everything I've observed in my life. It's just, it's an extension. That's what music is to me. It mirrors the society. It mirrors. That's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to play. I'm just trying to do what I do. And not worry about, I can't worry about what anybody else thinks. I need to do what I need to do. And you see all of us trying to do that too, huh? Or many of us trying uh, to do that. Well, think, mo right? Most people, I've, I've been fortunate enough to be around great people all my life and and I it's, believe me, it's not about me. It's, I've, I've seen others before me do it. I've seen others before me do it, and that's what they did. That's that's how I learned. You had Warren and Dick there. I, I watched Warren and Dick, um, you know, since I was like maybe I know Warren since I was maybe 14, 15 years old. So the, that's right. And, and so and so, you know, it's a continuum. That's all. I just want to play some music. That's all. Just play some music. Wake up the next day and play some music. <laughs> Thank you, man. Hill. Yes. <laughs> Um, do you think that this music that we do is um, ready for 
Do you think that this music that I, I don't, I'm not real question? Do you think that this music that we do will ever be on a mass level, or do you think that it is it is an esoteric thing that we're dealing with when we go into free experimental music? I don't necessarily think it's esoteric, but I don't I I don't ever I don't really see it having huge mass appeal because um, um hold on for a second they're trying to communicate you can edit this part out <laughs> trying to get them chips up off yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, chip on popcorn I like that song <laughs> yeah okay oh, we're back on alright yeah I don't see the music having necessarily huge mass appeal um It'd be nice because it'd probably be more money around for all of us to take to to to, to survive. Survive, yeah. But but I don't think we ever I don't think we ever ever did it for the that wasn't our primary concern or primary reason for doing it. I think it was just more like this is this is how we like to do this is how we like really like to do music, and and I think as a result we generate a, a, a lot of exciting music. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful. I'm gonna name some names. And I want you to tell me how you feel they've contributed to this music. Because without us saying it, I think that some of these names are going to go unrecognized. And if we say something about them and their music, I think that's uh, respect. Okay. Jamil Moondock. Yeah, I first met Jamil years ago. And it was just, it was a different way of playing saxophone wasn't necessarily sophisticated you know technically sophisticated or anything like that but at that point it didn't matter to me it was just very expressive and and so you know it was you know by that by that time you know I you know I've heard playing a lot of guys with you know large amounts large amounts of technique that you know play the horn pristinely well and and that, that and that's good and that's great and it's and but it was also nice to see somebody who might be a little bit rougher with the horn, but have something else to say. Beautiful. And that was, that ends up, that ends up, nowadays that ends up being more interesting to, more interesting to me. I'm glad that you said something, you said rougher with the horn. Yeah. How, how do you mean that? I think, just, I, I think, um, for a lot of us, for a lot of people, I think they're older than me. With, the, with Jamil in mind. Yeah, okay, with Jamil in mind. Yeah. I think, you know, his, probably the way he came up playing the saxophone was probably different than what what people have to come up nowadays. I think in order for a person to have time, and have, for a person, a person nowadays, for them to be able to learn to play a musical instrument, they have to go to a university or college, or else the system, the way the system is, there just isn't time for them to do it because they can't just hang out. You know, you can't get a, you can't get an apartment for thirty dollars a month mm -hmm. and just hang out and hang out with your friends and, and talk about music and do it. So those days are gone. You know, and I, I was at the I was at the very tail end, I think, of that. So, in order for somebody, you know, somebody who's a, a teenager that wants to continue playing music, mommy and daddy, you have to send me to such and such a school or such and such a school, because that's the only way I'm going to be able to have the time in my life to learn how to play the play the instrument. That's how you say that's that, that, that's, that's, that's roughness. What, yeah. So, but I don't think I think G, Jamil came up at a time long before that. So it was just kind of things were just like 
tribe what was might have been available to him or what he was hearing at the moment or whatever, and it was just like, well, you know, this is what he saw and dealt with at this moment. And he wasn't, he wasn't, um, he probably didn't come aware. It's like, if you don't have this cold trains solo transcribed by Friday, the Friday, December 17th, you won't graduate from college. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, that's a very, that's a very different way to train yourself than just, man, I'm checking out this Coltrane record today and I'm checking out this Coltrane record tomorrow and I'm just into it. And then I might go, mm -hmm. then I might like, oh, get to a point where it's, okay, I'll go back and check out some Charlie Parker some more or check out somebody else that that's just new in town that I like and I just check that out for a while and then I'm also just doing these gigs and doing these sessions and so I'm just, I'm just as, as my life is going on, I'm going day in and day out, I'm developing. It's a very different attitude than having to have to subscribe to what several teachers have told, have decided what a curriculum is I at a university. Which is, which is, you know, I understand. I'm not necessarily putting that down. Ah, uh, no, yeah. obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it's a, it's a different way of approaching music. Thank you, thank you, Hill. Craig, um, what do you believe in terms of this this generation we're talking about? Is the connection of the music we're doing with what we see happening worldwide. It could be either political, it could be economic, it could be racial, it could be whatever. But I'm, I feel that we, we, part of what we do is make that connection. And we're obvious in it, in many cases. Black beings, um, my case is eternal life, your case, name one of your, one of your, one of your recordings that you've done. Um, blackout and square root of soul. Oh, right. I mean, hello. Right, thank you. Hello. That so that that's my question to you. It's you know you know William, you're here. You're doing. First, I want to commend you doing this beautiful thing. But I just never, I just never think about boxes. I don't think about free jazz, funk. I no, don't think I about it. I'm just, I just think about it as all. I just think about it as one continuum. Creativity. Like we can go from Reuben Phillips to the Power Orchestra to down there. I'm <laughs> way back to. to downtown where people throwing some rice on the floor. I just want to be around some people who just expressing themselves. And our generation is it's not so much about our generation. We're part of something much more than that. And and it has nothing to do with the art form. That's all business. You know, if you talk to on that, that's all business. Because they can sell you go to marketing people, they can sell anything if they want to. Mm -hmm. You go to market they sell any damn thing if they want to if they decide they want to sell it. But if you're talking about the things that we start talking about when you start talking about health care, when you start talking about uh, tax cuts. When you when you start talking about stuff like that, that's not going to be pushed. That wait, no, stop that right away. Stop that. You know, stop that. Uh, Warren and Dick. There was a great man named Ellis Hayeslip. He had a he had a Soul. show a show called Soul. And what they was laying down on that show, and that's you know, I, I, that's what I come up on. So that's why I'm crazy. Because when I saw James Baldwin on that show, it's you know, not your fault. When, when, you know, that's when, when you start seeing them people doing like, oh, 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 and you and you see it's off the air right well, away. Craig, you got to remember. Yeah. He's yeah. laughing. I'm laughing. We actually watched that show. We watched that show. We know what show you talked so about. So you got to control. The, you got to control. You got to have, no, you're not going to, you have to have some kind of say-so in the control of how you're being seen. And that's, that's very important. That's, that's our generation. We don't have, we don't have Thank that. You, man. We don't have, we don't have that. We don't have that. So what you're doing is invaluable. So, you know, so they can, they can, they, 
uh, and, and I'm start, I'm not going to talk about the great they, but the, the forces that control the media are controlling what the people see. Thank you. And, 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 and controlling who's who's valid. So if you're waiting for somebody Go, to say, Frank. Who, 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 Go, if you're waiting Sorry. for somebody to validate you, you you'll die. You know, you can't wait for nobody else to validate you. You got to go from my great, I had a great teacher named McConda Ken McIntyre, Warren Smith, you know, then I come through Sunra, I come through people, and you don't wait for nobody to validate you, you know? You don't wait for nobody, and you just study as hard as you can all your life. And like, if you got to do a Calypso, you go do the Calypso. If you got to go do the Booga Rooga Rooga, you do the Booga Rooga. I, I hear you. You do anything, <laughs> you do anything, you do anything. If you got to go do that Broadway show, you go do that. That's right. You go do whatever you do. And and, and, and in our generation, that's that's what we can, because we, I'm 64 years old now. I can't even believe it. But, <laughs> but you said we do what we do. We do what we do, what we do. You know, and being in New York, we, we just... Um, we saw, you know, people died, them dogs, they put them dogs on them people in Mississippi, they, they killed people, they, you know, King, Kennedys, they just got to wipe out, they did to wipe out that independent thought. And so when I go to another city, I'm, I'm always looking for other musicians who think independent. Always, you know, it ain't about out or free, it's like, we're talking about self-survival, self-sufficient musicians. That's, that's, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Let me run one by you. Um, tell me something about his music, if you know him, if you don't, I'll, I'll run another one. Thurman Barker. Chicago, you know, well-trained musician, can go from, can go from, can go from, you want to go, can go from, he can go from the rights of string, Stravinsky's rights of string, to low down, up and high, conscious, muddy waters. He can go there. He can go there. That's Thurman Barker. Can, he can do the music. And that's, the, and that's our generation, you know, them guys... Them people before us, they set this thing up. They set such a high level, that, and 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 then they got political in the '60s. So it's really opened up for us. Mm -hmm. But but the forces that be, the, the forces that be said, no, we not to lock this down and get mm -hmm. it back because they just got off. They off the plantation and they just taken over. So lock lock it back down. We in a lockdown period, not music wise, business wise, and and media wise. Right. And they don't teach nothing in schools about culture in schools. It's, 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 it's sad. Let me uh, throw a couple of names at, at Hill. Um, let me see those cards. Richard, thank you. I'll just throw, throw a card at you. Oh, let's see. Ah. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Not that one. Uh, <laughs> Tom Bruno. You know, I can't really comment because I don't really, I really don't know. Uh, Daniel Carter. Yeah, Dan, I just saw Daniel the other day. We worked together. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah. That's where I met Tom Bruno. Okay. Because he had a group that had in it Sabir, Mateen, okay. and Daniel Carter. Okay. He was part of that 501, 501 Canal Street. Okay. Where David lived and um, Cooper Moore and those people. Wow. But if that doesn't... All right, let's just talk about Sabir. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Daniel or Sabir? Daniel, Daniel, I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, no, Dan, Daniel is... Yeah, he's unique, and he's very versatile instrumentalist. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he'll show up to a gig with this instrument, then this instrument, and this instrument, and this instrument, and this instrument. It'll be saxophone, tenor, alto, clarinet, Trumpet and two or three others, 
and mm -hmm. you do a set with Daniel, and it's just you play, and he works his way through each each instrument, and then that's the set. Yeah, and it's just like that's a that's a unique way. To, that's a unique way to play. <laughs> that's a unique way to present yourself. <laughs> you know, and it is, and I you know it's and I think what, what I think and the reason I'm saying this is I think in our in our free setting, somebody else can that's this is where somebody can have an eye a conception of how to present themselves and have a format to do it in. I'm not sure it would work it wouldn't work in a Broadway show, it wouldn't work in a in a touring in a in a touring rock band or something like that. You know, it's just in the kind of gigs that we end up doing, yes. somebody can he can present himself in this way. And continue to present himself in this way and be effective presenting himself in this way. Thank you. You know, to go to, to, to add on to Daniel Carter? Yes, yes. A, a, a commit, uh, before, in uh, one of your other things about commitment, and somebody that's really commit, committed, you know, he used to do these sessions in the morning, like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, playing. I'm serious. And people, we, we, we would drive from Long Island to go to his studio downtown, and they'd be starting early in the morning. There was a flute player I went to school with. Her name was Diane Thorner. And she said, come on, Craig, we're going to play some music. I said, okay. She said, I'll pick you up about 7 o'clock. I said, 7 o'clock in the morning? She said, yeah. And there was at these, like, these sunrise sessions. And I said, okay, these people, and this is what before I, I, I this was when I was still in school. I said, I okay, you, they're doing something different here. Yeah. That's it. You know, that's commitment. He's still doing it. Yeah. He's Do you remember Fidel Cherry? Yeah, he's, still, he's still around. He's still with us. He's still with us. Have yeah. you seen him or talked to him? Uh, maybe about two, three years ago. He's in Baltimore. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Can you elaborate on, on his approach to life and his music? Because he's important. You know, He's you know, important. But all these people you want to say are important. I, I realize and, and, that. And, and, I'm and, only and, saying okay, that okay, okay, okay. You know, once again, Adventures uh, knows his instrument. And, and knows, when I say someone knows his instrument, knows that what he doesn't know and is in constant stage of trying to grow. Always want to grow and always want to study. Always want to study. Always want to study. Uh, and and well-read, wants to talk about different things in life. Polit politicized, wants to talk <laughs> about politicized. Okay. He came to New York, and then, you know, he came to New York, and uh, I wish he would have stayed here because he, yeah. he was that strong. He Likewise, was, you know, I wish yeah. he was strong, but he just decided... That uh, well, this is not for him, so he went back to Baltimore. Yeah, but but strong musician. But that's the whole thing about William. Everybody doesn't have to be in New York City. It's, it goes back to what he said. New York City is too expensive now mm -hmm. to live in, and it, and it stifles a lot of the creation. Yes. And and there is there is no loss of we got incredible young musicians now. Cause I I step out every. I take my old man nap. Yeah, well, I'm an old man. I, 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 I lay down about 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock. 7 to 10, then I get up about 10 o'clock, and I say, let me go down. Because we, we think like we're the last, but they got youngins right now. They're they coming out 1 o'clock in the morning, and they play till 6 o'clock in the morning. I realize that, but you know something, Craig? I realize that, and I also realize another thing. I realize I can pick up the New York Times, and I can read about these people. I can I pick up the New York Times many times. I can read about these people. I can read about where they play, but this generation I'm talking about, it's almost like it. It's almost like I can't read about us. You you you've been very very fortunate, because coming from Harlem, it's rare that I find out what's really going on up there. It's rare, and you've made it, you've made it a part of who you are to tell people what's going on there. 
And I, I, I laud that. I really do. Okay. You get my point. You know, but uh, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is, is like, I, see, I, I came, like, I went, to, I went to State University College at Old Westbury. Sure. So all the stuff that, uh, you know, you know, I was reading books about Cecil Taylor living down in Wall Street in a room this big. I read about McCoy Tyne after, after he left John Coltrane, like how he had to drive a taxi and uh -huh. how, you know, he was uh, juicing and stuff. I read, I read the real lives about these people about, like, this wasn't, this ain't going to be no picnic. This is not going to be, like, I, I didn't come out of these illusions of grand, like, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to no. come out and I'm going to be, like, a big, no, no. I read about these people and I was informed about these people. Uh, I used to, uh, I used to be, I used to be Warren's roadie when he go to Sam Rivers. Sam Rivers had a loft on Bond Street, which was integral. Right. Integral for, for this whole movement you talk, because Sam Rivers, who was a great tenor saxophonist composer, he... He, he gave a platform when people came in town. Do you know the group Juju? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you Plunky like... Branch. John Plunky Branch. Please, elaborate on this group, because this is a very important... This is very important. <laughs> it's important, important in many ways. Uh -huh. um, elaborate on that group. Okay, uh, the group is called Juju. I first saw Juju at a place called the East, mm -hmm. Tin Claver Place. Okay. Ten Claver Place. It was it was it was started by Uhura Sasa group, okay? Mm -hmm. And it was a it was a funny place. I was going to school at Westbury, it was a small place, and I saw Elvin Jones there, McCoy Tyner, Sonny Rollins, uh you Sonny. call it, uh, Jimmy Garrison, you call it whatever it was, because we were in that middle of that nationalist we come you know, and I, uh, at that same time I I would go to Reggie Workman, there was a place called the Mules. And they had the Muse Big Band every Wednesday night. We had, we had, we had rehearsal. Okay. At the, at, at Wednesday night at the Muse, Rock, Bedford and Rogers, and the Big Band was like uh, Jeff King. Lawrence right. North, Please. All right then. Okay. Lawrence stop. Northern. Stop right there. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Lawrence Northington. Lawrence. Talk to me about him. Specifically, really, specifically, okay. yes. Alto saxophone player. Alto, this is this is what I believe. Really, I believe that. You have to study all your life. So if you don't, if you don't come in, and you can come in, if you want to come out hollering and all that stuff, do it because that's your spirit. You know, if that's what you do, holler. You ain't got to know nair chord change. That, if that's what you do, that's what you do. That's what you do. But you're going to get to the chord changes because if you if you're serious about it, you're going to learn. Okay. You're going to learn. Go. So when I met when I met Lawrence, Lawrence was like. And I guess okay, and then they, then, then well, no way. What did you say? You know, he's up there. He's up there. He's up there. He was getting his, there. He was getting his holly, getting his squeal on, his right, energy, right, high right. energy. I said, right. okay, high energy. Right. And then Reggie put then Reggie put them charts on us. We'd be like, oh, you know. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and so he had to get down on them charts. Well, okay, Chauncey, then, Chauncey Northern is his uncle. You okay. Chauncey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 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 yeah. You so know. he so he got down on that, and that's it. If you're gonna be in this thing, you in it for you in it for the long term. So uh, however you come into it, you can always learn, and that's yeah. that's the thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how you come, you yeah. coming in yeah. straight diatonic, pentatonic yeah. that way, you're gonna have to one day you're gonna have to holler. So you you come into the music. Yeah. You come in, I think everybody in the room, you know, that's mm -hmm. how, so that's, mm -hmm. that's the thing about our generation. That's what, Go, please. Because, because yeah. Warren and Dick and they, they couldn't do please. it before because you get beat off the bench. You know, if you go up there <laughs> to, the, to, the, to, the, to the jam session and, 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 you know, from, you know, talking to I Miles Davis, know. you know, talking, talking know. to Golden Mile. Like, if you go up on the stage like, like Fast Navarro, when the cat's on the band stage or like, you couldn't go up there and do that. You might get beat to death. Yes, so, right. so mm -hmm. that that politics of of the sixties opened up everything for us. It's just not us. It opened up everything. We could try things, 
And so yeah, going back yeah. to Juju is is your Come young on. man James Branch Plunky, who lives in Richmond, Virginia. That's right. He's a Columbia graduate. He is one of the most articulate businessmen that you can see. And so that whole thing, Strata East. Plunk, Talk to me, man. Strata East. Uh, I know. Uh, Colby. Uh, survival Records. That's that's uh. What, what was uh, Rashid's company? Survival. 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 That's when I saw Ted uh, dance, and I went down there, and these cats did this. They didn't play one song. I said, what's going on up in here? They just was like, energy, like, boom. Like, and, and I said, this is the energy. And, and it was, it was a, I said, okay, this is what's going on. And that's all coming from, like, you know, that whole period where people could just open up, and then you can just, okay, now let's, let's refine this, then open up again, refine this. Question, question to hell. Yeah. Hell. Why, in your thought, is this so important for our culture as a whole to know that these individuals that we're talking about have been on this planet? Because that's what it's really about. That's what it's about. His story or my story. And I just want you to elaborate on that for one second. Then I'll ask you another name. Okay, um, okay, I didn't really see your que an exact question in there. <laughs> I'm so, too high. He's excited. I'm too high. I'm too high because they, I don't know. I, I you know these people. Anyway, yeah, yeah. right. But that's our problem. There are many tribes. The tribe, cats. the gathering of the tribes. There are many people. Everywhere <laughs> you go, you can find somebody who can play at one time. Warren and uh, Dick Attack. You go someplace, you ain't got to. I need a drummer. There'd be 10 in that town. New York just got maybe 50. But every, everywhere you go, they'll find you find somebody that can play. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure where to take this, but I'll, I'll, I'll take, take it wherever it. you want. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna go back to one of my first experiences in New York, which I think is was was poignant for me. Um, Cecil was playing at this club that's not there anymore on Sixth Avenue, and he had who's in the group? At Freddie Waits. Uh, hey, that's Goof. What was going to be the club? Right on. Uh, it was Carlos. 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 I had never heard energy like that. I had never experienced energy like that. It was just like a wall of energy and a wall of sound that just came at you. And it was just like... <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And, and, it was, and it was just like... And then... <laughs> what was this? This is a little. This is a little embarrassing for the for the person I'm getting ready to talk about. It's not embarrassing, but, but, no, but I won't. I don't mention the person name. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, I, I don't know do the person's name. Don't do but, that. But he, he was standing <laughs> off to the side, waiting for a chance to sit in, and Cecil finally let, let the guy sit in, and he started to play, and everybody else in the band stopped, and Freddie was sitting there, twiddling with mustache. William was kind of like hovering over the bass, and everybody was just kind of was there, and then. See, the guy finally stops. Cecil goes, Thank you! And then he started up again. <laughs> and there's this wall. <laughs> what did that tell you? What did that tell you? Yeah. What yeah. did that tell you? They told me, like, Wow, this is what this music is capable right. of. Right. Yeah. I had never experienced anything like that before in my life. I was just like, Man, this, this, is, this is why I'm here. 
and 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 yeah. and people could afford to live in the city then. Yeah, so oh, that was a whole other story. That, yeah, yeah, but it, but people, it's it's really important because people could afford to live here, and there was a community. People lived in the same thing. But he just said a great name. He said Freddie Waits. Yeah. You know, this right. is like, like see Freddie Waits. Let me tell you, man. I seen Freddie because I, I I lived in I lived in Studio Wits from seventy six to seventy nine. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. So so Freddie Waits. I see him up in McHale's, that was a club up in Westside. He'd be funking hard with the fat back with Eric Gale in them. Yeah. Like, yeah. like just like, bang, right? Like that. And then the next minute, I see him, he like foaming with Cecil Taylor. I said, this is something. Yeah. This is this is something. That, that This is what this is supposed to be about. That's what our generation is about. <laughs> That's that kind of that kind of that kind of thing. Like I said, whoa! I said, wait a minute, class. So I said, that's the same cat. Didn't, didn't I see him uptown? Like, yeah. <laughs> and next time I see him like this, I said, that's the same one. Yeah, that's the same. One. That's our generation. So that's it's the this, same culture is what it is. Right. Yeah. 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 But elaborate, elaborate. The, and, 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 and and so the, 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 the technique, the techniques. We don't let nobody put us in no box. We can we take because it's just like. Uh, Though all, you're going to name so many names and the names and the names, and it's bigger than names. It's about, it was, was the music at that time served the purpose of, for social change, for love. You know, Creator had a master plan, the mm -hmm. whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, and that, 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 mm -hmm. that thing was shut down. And, you know, the forces that control the media consciously. And, yeah. and all those people with it like you it, and everybody bro. else, we got to shut them down. So mm -hmm. what you're doing is so important, man, because we have to just, we have to Thank tell these stories. Thank you. We had some stuff on Broadway and off Broadway, you know, you know sponsored by the musicians, you Chef know. and all the cast. Were, were you in Chef's band when, when they did that Broadway no, show? No, I was working with Sunrise then. Yeah, yeah. All so, right, but, now, now, let me go and just say, um, this is great. This is great. Um, let's have the next two people come up and speak. Craig, thank you so much. Oh, but really, you. Craig, 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 really. Oh, thank Craig, 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 Craig. I really, I really believe, you know, I hadn't seen you in so long, man. But I, and I used to practice in Makanda's place with Trudy and with Roy. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you were up, up there, but now, you know, no this Makanda, energy. No Craig Harris. This energy, this energy, you remember, this energy, this energy, Craig, this energy, Craig, you know, thank you, man. Yeah. And, and 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 William and and and, and Hill. Me, the Hill, you know, see Hill and I got a connection. What's our connection? Hill? Yeah, we have a. <laughs> what's, what's the connection? Hill? Yeah, we have a mutual relative. Oh, he passed on now, but um, yeah, he's, he's from the south, and my parents are from the south. And um, what part? Um, south Carolina. When did they migrate? They, well, my dad moved up to North when he was getting his master's degree, and then he got a job offer in Iowa, a, uh -huh. a teaching job offer in, in Iowa City. And then that's how I... That's so did he come up here in like the 40s, early 40s? No, no, he didn't. Um, it must have been late 50s. So how did you two find out about this cousin? Because, because my people are from Aiken, South Carolina. So, and my, 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 hmm. my great-grandmother great brought our family up in 1933. But, you know, but let me think about musicians. Love, women... Drugs, food, that kind of <laughs> that, those things, and liquor—they bring majors together. But a but woman also, brought us together. Also, 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 yeah. higher consciousness. Higher consciousness. Because, higher because, consciousness. because, I'm getting hyped now. Lawrence, the music first. Though. Lawrence Northington turned me on to a book that he that he was studying when he was in Sunrise Band. Right. It was a it was a Rosicrucian book 
about the study of sound. I had that book right over there. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget it. So when you came up with Lawrence Northington, I'm telling you, man, you, you, you boom, you like, oh, you, 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 you didn't know you was even doing it, huh? And you know what I liked about him? He had a badass apartment on, and I was. I don't know about that. He had a badass apartment on Lafayette and uh, Clinton. A beautiful apartment. I'm like, how does cat do this? <laughs> and, and but our thing was a woman. I was going out with this woman who's from Georgetown, where his, uh, yeah, yeah. where his people were. Yeah. So we found out we had South Carolina roots together. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you mm -hmm. yeah. found. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really glad that you um, found that out. Yeah. Anyway, right. I'm okay. talking about this music. <laughs> it, it, all I got to say is, it's an honor to have you two here. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Really is. It's taken a long time. It took somebody to throw it out here, and I'm glad that I was able to like uh, interview you. Yeah, you should. Get, yeah. So glad. I really am. You know, I really am. You're doing a great thing. We'll see. Thank you for tuning in. In months ahead, you will have the opportunity to hear from many more Lost Generation artists and supporters. The audio-only version is available wherever you get your podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to hear upcoming episodes.